0: Hey everyone, this is Jason Shepard, and you're listening to the Commercial Pilot Podcast by M0A.com, where a good pilot is always learning. You know, I think there's a right way to earn your Commercial Pilot Certificate. What's happening, M0A Nation? Jason here. Happy February. I have a jacket on today, if you can't tell. It's that cold, even in Florida. I mean, we don't get snow and that sort of stuff, but it wasn't—it was in the '60s today. Like, that's pretty—that's jacket weather. This is my—it's uh, my ski jacket. Those of you see on the podcast. You can't see it. It's—it's it's basically my ski jacket. Um, commercial pilot podcast today, everybody. And I want to a fun topic. So you know, we're in the series called the Flight Lessons, and I hope you are watching it. It's uh, four episodes taking the fly with Jason Sweepstakes winners. I brought them down to or Magda and I brought them down to Naples, Florida. You know, Magda and I, just abundantly blessed, had an amazing opportunity come up to invest in a great little operation that is Rexair uh at the Naples Airport. Very thankful for that. These were some of the first uh, first essentially students there through uh, with the new uh, management and everything else, very, very exciting uh, stuff as we grow and expand this little this little aviation empire that we're building. So they came down and we're sharing a lot of the question of what's the right way to earn your commercial certificate? Because there's a few ways you can actually go about it. Like, for example, people often ask do i do I get my commercial single first or do I do my commercial multi first? Do I do like a CFI in between like how do I handle all these things? Let me share with you what I did. And I don't believe my way is the best way for everybody. My way I did it was the best for me in the circumstances that I had. I shared, I think it was on the Private Pilot podcast that I am I'm a little social butterfly sometimes. And, I um, have no problem talking to anybody. I have always been, uh, you know, my parents instilled in me the, the, uh, the practice of sales. I think, in, actually, it was in the private pilot, we are talking about, I was cold calling people and knocking on doors and everything else, trying to, we are talking about finding money to learn to fly. And, I was sharing some of those early stories. You know, We produced four podcasts. You can go back and listen to this, ep, or this month's private pilot podcast is where you'll find that one. So, um, anyways, through all of this, um, as I was earning my commercial, being the little networker I was, I would I would drink the free coffee at the FBO, read controller, Mac, you know, controller, and trade a plane and dream, obviously, and just sit there and have people come in and want to learn to fly and meeting people and everything else. And I actually was the point where I had people. Saying, listen, when you become man, I would love to be one of your first students. Let me know when you when you're an instructor. I'd love. I'm not thinking I'm not a commercial pilot yet. I, I got a few more hours so on my checkride right here and there. I talk about instructor. So most students that I was flying with, and at this point I was in a collegiate aviation program. Most I was fl- most students I was flying with would do the classic commercial single, commercial multi, add on, and then go and earn their CFI, CFII. I had three or four students lined up that wanted to fly with me as soon as I became a CFI. So, all of a sudden, CFI became my main goal, because I was looking around for low-time commercial pilot jobs, and they exist. You've heard my banner towing story. You've heard my traffic story. All, the, all that kind of comes around the same time, as, as all this is happening. I became a commercial pilot. And, yeah, around then, because I, I, I was working on my CFI when I was doing, doing traffic as well. I became a commercial pilot, and went straight to CFI. I earned my CFI, began instructing, went back, added my multi-add-on, and then went back into double I. (laughs) Again, I do not recommend the means that I went about that. I'll tell you the hardest part was, Left seat for commercial, right seat for CFI, left seat for commercial multi-add-on, right seat back for CFII. That left and right seat flip-flop was very, very challenging for me. If you ever wondered, why does Jason only sit in the right seat? It's because I just got so much time sitting over there. It's the most comfortable seat for me at this point, sitting in that right seat. So, we would do that. Uh, Again, that worked for me because I had students, learners lined up essentially, kind of ready to go. They were just waiting for me to earn my CFI. So, I went that route. The more traditional route, like I said, is commercial single, commercial multi, then, onto your your CFI ratings. However, and I like that route. However, I've seen and heard of people doing commercial multi as their initial, and then, going back and doing the single add-on because, and, this is how they market it to you. They market it two ways, one of, the, one of which is true. They market it to you two ways. The first one is they said, yeah, you'll get a ton of multi-time. And, that is what's true. You will get a lot more multi-time than you will with just the, the multi-add-on. The flip to that is, you just added a really big expense to your commercial initial. It, it just it became very, very expensive. The second thing they try to tell you, the first is you'll get a lot of multi-time and that's true. The second one is not true. The second one they say, "Yeah, you'll do your commercial multi and then the single add-on, it's a super easy check ride." Well, first off, check ride and easy should not go hand in hand. No, no check ride is "quote unquote" easy. You have the power as the learner, to make a check ride easier or harder on yourself. Like you literally, you control that dial. You think the DPE controls that dial, but that's just a lie you've been telling yourself. You control that dial to make that check ride easier or harder on yourself. So there's no easy check ride. And then let me tell you something they gloss over the commercial multi initial check ride. Although I've never done a commercial multi initial check ride, look at the ACS on it, it's not an easy check ride it's it's not easy at all. You're adding approaches, you're adding so many different things to this equation when you know, the commercial single, oh, it's just a few maneuvers, it's just this, there's no approach. you know, ugh, man, it's there's no easy check ride. And yes, if it's easier, it's easier than the commercial multi-initial you just did. That was a really hard check ride. even with all your studying and you turned the dial, tried to get it as close to easy as you could. It was still a challenging. Check ride. My advice, unless unless you have great financing in place, uh, and if you have financing in place, a a plan, and you're truly by... I I didn't say finances. If you have good finances in place, and you want to go that route, it's your money. Money is a tool. You use that tool however you want. If you are financing, lending on your flight training, my hope is, you have a plan to attack this debt, because you're going to rack up that debt. Probably, you're going to rack up more debt doing a commercial multi-initial than you would if you did a commercial single initial multi-add-on later. It's, it's ju- Especially, in the advent now, in the world we live in of TAAs, Technically Advanced Aircraft, where you could do your commercial single in a, in a G1000, essentially. 172. I see. It, it used to be the reason they used to make this argument is well, you got to switch to the Arrow, you got to switch the 172 or the 182 RG. It's a more expensive airplane. Like commercial single used to cost a, a, a good bit too. We would do all our training. I remember I did all of mine in a little Cessna 152 to try to save money because then I knew I was going to switch to the Arrow. And boy, the Arrow was expensive. And then boy, the Seminole after that was going to be expensive when I wanted to do my multi add-on. So, I was doing everything in the 152 to save time. Now, you can do the whole thing in a 172, Get all, do it all TAA, Technically Advanced Aircraft, and be done with it. It's it's hard to make an argument unless you say, I have to have this multi-time. And, people will tell you the airlines want more multi-time, and that is so true. Go become an MEI. Go get your commercial multi-add-on and go cfi I MEI. I've seen people, by the way, you want to talk about crazy things. Uh, I've seen people do their multi-engine instructor, their MEI. I'm getting ahead of myself, it's a commercial podcast. I've seen people do their MEI as their initial. You're limited to just teaching in multi, but okay. Um, it didn't make a lot of sense to me, but I've seen people do it. And, maybe, you have a unique opportunity where that's all you need. I know people, and this is more common, that do private multi. Uh, if, if you're just going to fly privately, and you want to go buy a little Cessna 310, or Seneca, or Baron, or something, and just you're going to be a private instrument, and have private multi, that's fine. Um, But, if you plan on going on to commercial, don't bother with the private multi, because you're going to be doing commercial multi right thereafter. And, it's just, it's not as easy and straightforward as you'd like to think it actually is. So, just my two cents on that. It's my belief. It's my, I'll be willing to say, it's my bias. And, let me know in the comments down below how you did it or how you're going to do it. It's my bias, and I'm willing to be wrong. It's my opinion, even. Commercial single, commercial multi-add-on, then add your, your uh, flight instructor ratings thereafter. Don't bounce around like I did, unless you have students lining up like I did. Um, don't do multi as your commercial initial unless you have the finances, is, you, you, you're very diligent or you're very blessed with your, in, your, in your bank account department. Or, if you're financing it, you please have a plan to attack this debt. That's just what I asked for. Please have a plan to attack this debt. Is what I really want to see uh, from that. Uh, because um, don't let that debt become a jailer to you. Right? Your goal is to one day for you to become the lender, not the borrower. So, don't stay that borrower for too long with all of that so you can get ahead, because aviation can can bring you abundance, if you manage it appropriately. And again, I'm not a, I'm not a career counselor. I took a very different career path in aviation. There's amazing people out there. One, uh, one gentleman comes to mind. His name is Carl Valeri. Carl Valeri, you ever want you ever want some great career coaching or see some great aviation scholarships? Check out Carl Valeri, awesome, awesome guy. Um, anyways, MZR Nation, thank you for listening to my little rant on this. Let me know your opinions in the Facebook and YouTube comments. If you watch this kind on of a video, you can leave a review too and, and post it as a review on iTunes or Audible as well. Have a blessed, amazing, uh, outstanding rest of your day, and most importantly, remember. A good pilot is always learning. Have a great day, everybody. I'll see you.